You know what's so weird? I mean, this is only a very mild spoiler alert, but eventually they'll turn into ducks, like, way far away from now, because, like, they're better at long distances, and I'm like, why didn't you do that forever ago? Yeah. Like, ducks can fly long distance. Ducks fly together. They do, and they find a group. It's always suspicious. Shitty-ass cops, I tell you what, though. Yeah, well, Gen Z, you know? Anyway, welcome. Welcome. To the Blue Box. Blue Box! We got Robbie Bear in the chair. Scotty Shark on the other chair. That's, That's not a good rhyme. We have two chairs. But we're a pair. Yep. In a lair. Don't you dare. Oh. He's spitting hot fire. My sister Mayor. Robbie Bear. That sucks. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, speaking of mares, this is a horse book. Oh my god, yeah. What I, I was like, what do you mean? I was thinking like mare of a town. We are <laughs> just, we're just killing This one is right dedicated now. to the 4-H girls. Yeah, <laughs> horse girls, where you at? We all know you. You don't dress good, but we all know you fuck so good. Yeah. <laughs> There's just something about you. That's what that Buck Cherry song was about. I it horse was. Girls. Giddy, um, a Pony by Genuine? For sure. Okay, we're on to something now. This book got spicier. Anyway. Mayors. <laughs> we got a Cassie book. This is Cassie book. Yep, we're here with Cassie. Number 14. This is 14 in the list. The Unknown. The Unknown. <laughs> Never underestimate the power of a morph. That's the dumbest one, I think. I mean, they've all been dumb, but that is a dumb tagline. <laughs> Somehow they keep getting dumber. I feel yeah, like they're, okay they're like, isn't the one pulling these and putting no, them on. I feel you like know what? that's we some sort of up, shitty publicist. But right here, somewhere around this era, I remember looking it up before, she, this is like when all her ghostwriters are a thing. She gets a lot of ghostwriters. Like, by the time these series gets really big, we might be in that phase. Okay. So yeah, 14. I feel like this cover... For those of you who might be familiar, I feel like this cover for whatever reason is very heavily featured. Like, if you Google Animorphs, I feel like it is one of the ones yeah. that comes up a lot. It's Cassie turning into a horse. For sure. I don't know why. I just feel like it was kind of a statement. Well, it's not anything special or anything. But I just, for whatever reason. Yeah. And then the part third, the middle picture, she looks like, uh, crap, what was it? From, uh. The movie a couple years ago where they turned into horse people. What? Not like Pinocchio, they turn into donkeys. It's, I mean, we can just go with that, though, yeah. Which is just Arthur's haunting me right now, just thinking... What was Arthur's sister's name? Of and Haws. Arthur's sister? No. She's not a lot of means. She's not a horse. She's oh. a hard bark, but... Oh. I don't know. Oh, I, th- I thought you were quizzing me. No, I <laughs> genuinely don't know. I don't I, watch I wasn't a PBS I don't. Kid. I don't do names of things, especially. I yeah, I, I caught it here and there, but... It's a weird name, though. I remember that. It's like Arthur and she's a stupid name. Yeah. Look it up Probably. Anywho. Um, so, yeah. This book, like all the books, is like Cassie being like, I can't tell you our name. I can't tell you anything. Meow, 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 meow. I'm being dramatic and I dress like crap. Yeah, she does do that. She's like definitely like not cute. She really emphasizes that my best friend is like a white, blonde, hottie. Times are tough. Um, she definitely, like, is just, like, 
she's on her way with her dad to go. And here's another thing, speaking of, because like, we don't know their location. They like won't call the area they go to a desert. She's like, it's not a desert. It's like dry lands. Yeah. Because they don't want us to give away, I feel like, the climate or whatever, ecology. This puts them further south than I had thought. I mean, I guess they could have, like, dry Montana lands. Yeah. But, I mean, they're definitely, spoiler, going for an Area 51 vibe, obviously. And that's, you know, that could be, like, Central California. Right. It could be, you know, Eastern Cali or... Right. East Northern. Right. And you could still get down to the I mean, you can see all the areas, like, you know, with the forest fires and stuff that, like, are just dry as fuck later. Um, so yeah, they're going to look at, like, a horse with their dad, because their parents are, like, vets or whatever. He's got a call to go out to the dry lands. Yeah. Um, Sick horse. They go out there, and I feel like they're, like, talking, and they are talking to Cassie's dad, and they are kind of just wandering around, and they observe some of the other horses. There's also a lady there named Crazy Helen. Crazy crazy Helen, yep. Crazy Helen, your local homeless kook. She lives in an airstream. Yep. And she's like full of conspiracy theories. She's like, meow, meow, meow. And they're like, all right, chill out. Oh, yeah, there's a joke where they say, I can't remember they call it, but they call it like wacky tobacco or something like that when they're talking about crazy outfits. Oh, she might be on the wacky tobacco. Or like loco wheat, like loco. I, I think it was uh, tobacco loco. Yeah, or something like that. And I was like, oh, all right, party time, Helen. Um. And then, you know, because of the loco tobacco, whatever, they see a horse, like, making a phone call? Like, yeah, it walked up to a phone booth. That's what it is. It goes in the phone booth. Right. It picked up the receiver with its Which, mouth and let it hang off the hook, and then it lowered its head. And they're like, huh. It seemed to be poke, dialing a number with a stick yeah. in its mouth. Yeah. Um, and Dad, Rachel's like, uh, you seeing this shit, Pa? And Dad's like, must be disoriented. Right. Just as crazy as Helen. Just the wind. And then the they, like, guy. then they watch a little longer, and they see a, a, a yurk coming out of the horse's ear. And they're like, what? Why would a yurk be in a horse? It's so weird. Yeah, it's moving all weird, and then, yeah, it falls over. Yeah. Yurk, yurk crawls out, and they see it. Yep. And they, like, I think they just kind of crawl in the darkness. Yeah. And I think, uh, let's see. Oh, it was trying to, I think the Yurk was trying to get back in the horse. Yeah, it's unclear, because I mean, I guess they're not, like, seem like they're close enough to see it, exactly. Yeah, dusky, Because it's, like, questionable. I think it might be even kind of dark. Yeah. So then, you know, they go back, obviously, to base camp, to the, to Cassie's barn, and, you know, then Cassie's, like, what happens is, too, it's important, is the, uh, all of a sudden, a... Giant blinding light came from the darkness after oh, they, right, they took right. like eight steps away from the horse. Right. And they thought that's like, oh, a rattlesnake probably and it just exploded. Yep. You know, obviously they're like, uh, Drake and Beam? I don't yep. think they said that, but clearly something something blew up that horse. And right. Yurks might be messing with horses. And they're like, how the game? We gotta check this out. Right. And then, yeah, she like wakes up in a weird room. Um, and she's, like, kind of out of it. Um, and her dad's like, you okay, sis? I think she must be in Crazy Helen's trailer. Um, because she sees all the, like, sci-fi stuff. Yeah, there's all kinds of uh, Star Trek, Star Wars. And her dad's Memorabilia. like... Memorabilia. Her dad's like, you took a little tumble, sweetie. I guess we probably should get you out of here. 
I mean, that's where I kind of introduced the Zone 91 to... Yeah. She's got all kinds of paraphernalia about that. Yeah. Conspiracy house, basically. Right. Just, you know... Just think... Average... Average Republican home. Right. Exactly. (laughs) The poor kind. (laughs) And so... Yeah. (laughs) And then... So then... Then she has to go back, and she's like... Gets back to base camp, and she's like... And then she does the thing, she hasn't seen all the other characters at, where she's like... Jake is our leader because he's like the type of person who doesn't want to lead but like can lead like hubba hubba poor girl horny yeah and then she's like Marco's not even worth describing <laughs> he's a pointless person <laughs> she's like not into him either yeah it's funny she's like Axe is like fine but she's like he's pompous she's like Tobias is a bird most of the time isn't that weird <laughs> um her descriptions aren't very good I'm learning that Cassie is not the creative type in this book We'll come no. on that further. Yeah, she's sure. a pretty. Uh, I'm a. She's pretty. I'm a straight arrow. Um, but they're like, okay, well, we have to like investigate this, I guess, because like if there are, you know, horses being here, we have to figure out why they would do that, right? And then you know, and Tobias is like, did you even see it for real? Because like humans are basically blind. I know that from a hawk. Yeah, and they're like everyone else in the group just kind of doubted them, and they're also like, you know, maybe we're not. Right, because Maybe we were just gonna be in Europe crazy. Because like, Cause it's on our mind. As we remember now from the last book too, Tobias is now morph with them. He is now part of the gang again. He's not just bird boy. Yeah, they go hang out at the mall and do this. So Tobias is in his regular boy form. And, and then Marco makes one of his like weird hate crime jokes where he goes, "Want me to wear mice on this pizza?" <laughs> <laughs> I love Marco's food jokes. They're so stupid. Such a <laughs> Just fucking brutal. Right, he's such a bully for like no reason. <laughs> and I wanted to like, well, you know what your mom's dead. So <laughs> not that great, Marco. Anywho. But she's not No oh, right. Right. We know that. Um so then yeah, so they're like, okay, we're gonna go, they fly out to the base. Um first there's an important shopping trip. Oh right. So this is, you know, important for Horse Girl. Yeah. Oh, you get some whole clothes. So her deal she I think she had Rachel come out with her and the, she's like she promised to let Rachel buy her an outfit. Yep. At the mall. So this is them going to the mall. Supermodel. I don't know if anything really happens, but no. she gets an outfit. She does get an outfit. And uh you know what? It's important. Yeah. Mall is, time. This is a girl book. Books are engendered. That's why Scotty Sharp is being so quiet. I'm sorry. I apologize, America. Um, I am, yeah. This he's really, in shock. But I, just thinking about my whole role in this podcast at this point. I know, I know. I'm sorry. We need to take us to that place. So, yes, they're 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 doing their different birds, right? They're flying to the... God damn it. The thing, the uh, horse... Spoken. The, the, the lands. They're in the dry they lands. Don't, yeah, they don't have a name. They're not like a, it's not like a reservation or anything. And These are just like random ass horses that don't belong to anyone. Yeah, they talk about flying to the dry lands and being birds yeah. and stuff. We've all heard about that before. Yes. Thermals, thermals. They we, really push the thermals in this one. We fucking love thermals. They love riding thermals. I really think this is all just books were made by a big thermal. I mean, absolutely. Like, flapping is for death. You glide. You know what's so weird? I mean, this is only a very mild spoiler alert, but eventually they'll turn into ducks, like, way far away from now, because, like, they're better at long distances, and I'm like, why didn't you do that forever ago? Yeah. Like, ducks can fly long distance. Ducks fly together. They do, and they find a group. It's not always suspicious. Yeah, ducks are geese. I mean, it takes them a really long time to do that. They do seagulls, I guess, every once in a while. 
but they don't fight. They fight near the water. Pretty much. I was probably intentional, but those are more game animals too. So I feel like I do, they did get shot at as eagles in one of the books. Yeah, but that's you know atypical, I think. Yeah, but anyone would shoot a duck or a goose if they were hunting for waterfowl. Maybe I'll just shoot them in the sky like that. Uh, I mean, if they're, you're probably not going to if they're just flying, right? You know? But I guess if they were just hanging out in the marsh, acting like ducks, right? So you know what? They're safe. They should be ducks. In conclusion. You love Farfetch. Especially if they lay on the water with Scotty Shark and Nibble Um, yeah. So they're not ducks. They're, they're stupid they're birds not of ducks. prey. They're doing all their dumb, and they... And they, they land, and they decide, you know, they're like, we have to morph out yeah, to, like, this, get a little rest. They have flown into area, or... Yeah. Not area. Something 91. Yeah. Area zone, 91. Zone, zone 91. I think zone. Yep, and they read the sign with their bird eyes, and it's like... Don't Government come here. restricted area, blah, 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 you'll you'll die. And they end up landing yep. in like a little out, rock outcropping or something, and they're demorphing and just kind of chatting, yep. figuring out what to do, think, to do next. And then Mark almost gets bit by a snake, and Tobias oh, is like... A little black snake, yeah. And then Tobias is like, bitch, how's that feel? So I'm, bit, I'm gonna die right out of bit my butt. Yep, and he's like, it's a harmless bull snake, you big wimp. Yeah. And then Tobias okay, makes a comment, because you know how, like, everyone's secretly in love with the person that bullies them, he does make a comment to Marco, like, I will protect your butt, Marco. Yeah. And I just feel like that's a moment between them. There's a lot of heat there, I think. So, just to address. I feel like you think it's going to be Tobias and Jake, but I think Tobias and Marco a little bit. So... Just put it out there. I, I would, yeah, I'd put that more likely, for sure. Yeah. A lot more attention on each other. A little beat um, Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you know, not to, like, tangent this, but it's like, if you were an animorph, you know, you could truly live, like, a pansexual life, because if you're just in love with another person's soul, you have to morph into, like, whatever gender you find attractive in that moment and have sex with them, but it's still that person, because you're really only into their soul. really opens things up. Man. Yeah, yeah. Do some freaky shit, right? Right. Or so regular shit, whoever you want to be. Right. They truly, you're like gender isn't important anymore. We can but just try this like sell a service where you can have sex with yourself. Yeah. Right. Totally. If someone, like, yeah, I'm working with you, and yeah, okay. I feel like you know people are into that. I know you're into that, listener. You fucking freak. Yeah, Kels. Um. Yeah. Okay. So there. I think I'm over for gendering the book now because I've brought in a new perspective. It's all fluid now. All fluid. Except we're in the dry lands, so nothing's fluid. We're in the dry lands. Marco's making jokes about how it's like a western. He's like, you know, the good guys are up here in the rocks, hiding from the bad guys. All we need is six guns and rifles, and all of a is sudden this... that click, click, fake noise that doesn't actually happen when people move their guns. Is this the part where they see the horses shitting, so they know they're not polyurics? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't see the horses. Yeah. Okay. Is this right when they get busted? Then? So they get busted, right? Yeah. So the bunch of soldiers have surrounded them, and they're like, "Yo, what's up?" And they're down the dirt, researching you. We're gonna take you in, and they kids take are like half naked. Tobias like, flies away. They're like, "Get that hawk out of there!" Like, yeah. They don't think anything of that. Right. Okay. And uh, yeah, they have him in this detention room, Captain Corelli. Yeah. Italian. Yeah. Sexy. And he's basically like, who are you kids? Like, I'm going to call your parents, blah, blah. And they're like, weirdly, I feel like maybe because they face all the, like, this or three stuff, they're not very shaken up. They just seem annoyed. Yeah, Marco takes the lead with his jokes. Yep, he's like, I am. It was actually a genius Molder. Fox Molder. Yeah. Which, like, 
I feel like in this era, people would know what that is. So maybe not, uh, you know, a captain in the Air Force who lives maybe. on a secret base. It's just like there's not as much TV, But though, that's true. You know? That is true. And I'm like, you feel like you'd be aware of a show about sci-fi. It's like big shows back then you had, like, you know, a quarter of the country. Right. If you had, totally. Because yeah. it's like, there's like five channels. Right. Um, and then Rachel's like, Dana of Scully. And then when it's... <laughs> Cassie's turn. It's like the equivalent of like Winona Ryder and Mr. Deeds when she's like, Winchesterton Field Bell. Yeah. <laughs> she's like Cindy. Cindy Crawford. I'm like, Cindy Crawford. That she was not Cindy Crawford. And the guys, yeah, the guy doesn't like think anything of it. They give him all fake numbers, like yeah. Pizza Hut. And Cassie gives them just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Marco's like, there are eight numbers and a phone number, and yeah. you are special. <laughs> He just called the future. She just called the future. Now you got that one, right? Exactly. I was like, yeah. So we learned that Cassie's not the creative type. She's smart, not that kind of smart. That's the kind of smart Martha was. So yeah, they take the numbers and they go to call their parents or whatever. They leave yeah. the door. They turn into cockroaches. They turn to cockroaches and they wait for them to come back and they zoom out of there. Yep. And you know, good move. Yep. Um. The guy comes in like screaming. He's like, "You gave me pizza! Huh? I'll show those kids." I do. I am a Domino's man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and we're sponsored by Papa John's. So garlic sauce, garlic sauce, endorse garlic that sauce. Previous statement. Yep, Papa Ch- Papa Diaz. Oh, eat a raise B. So, anyways, anyways, blue legs popped out of my chest. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they're running, they run, they, they're being cockroaches, they're dodging feet, and doing whatever, and they, you know, run to the brightest light, and they run outside, Yep. and they call to Tobias, who's yep. being a bird boy, and they're like, yo, scoop us up, and he scoops them up, somehow he scoops them up, these little roaches with his bird Come get us, feet. daddy. Daddy scoops them up, but he drops poor Cassie. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Cassie tumbles down and down and falls on her back, and there's just like a little roach. And her legs are stuck up in the air. And she doesn't really remember that she has wings yet. Yeah. And she does that. in a minute when the convoy of tanks comes. Yeah. And she gets run over. Yeah. Gets caught under the tread. You know, partially squished but fine because it's a bug. I know. We really learn. I mean, they really emphasize the fact cockroaches just survive, man. Yeah. They don't get taken out. So then they finally get her and they get back to safety. Um, they go out to the same water. Where this whole time, by the way? This is just them. I know, why is it not there? He was doing something with his dad. Oh, right, and he got the gutters. So, yeah, something with his dad and brother. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, know. so they were like in this wooded, maybe, you know, less dry area. Yeah. A gully. Ooh. Led by a gray stallion. And they were just watching The horse seemed pretty normal drinking, and all of a sudden one starts... Pooping like a normal horse, just yep. you know, stand there and starts dropping plops. Yeah, and they're like, "I'll oh, see, that's a totally normal horse." But then all of a sudden, all the other horses start like neigh, neigh, laughing. Yep. It seemed like, and then that horse went behind the tree to finish. Yep, they're like, "All right, that's weird." They're like a modest horse. Yes, a and modest I'm, horse. And just like that horse is taking a dump. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, yeah, this is a weird book." Um, they're like, alright, so we still think there's yurks involved here, but maybe not, something's weird. So they're like, okay, I guess... It's like a horse expert. Yeah. So now, they're like, okay, I guess we have to become horses, obviously, that's what this whole book is waiting for. 
Yep. Um, Cassie's like, Cassie already has a horse morph from like way early in the series. She can't use it. It's her horse. Yeah. It's too distinguishable. Yeah. Which is like such a thing a horse girl would say. You're like, no, in the real world would ever notice. Yeah. But sure. And then they're like, we can't go to the farms because everyone knows Cassie. Right. Obviously. And they can't go to the gardens because they only have exotic horses. Right. So they have to go to the racetrack, which I'm like, that's actually a pretty good idea. They go to the racetrack and they, I believe they fly there. Yep. Like, yeah, we're just going to touch some horses in the stable. That would be pretty easy to do. People let you come around. And yep. Or sneak around. Whatever. It doesn't matter. They get there. They get in the stall and they demorph. And they're all in their human form except Axe is in his regular and the life form. Yep. And some uh, cigar-sucking old men walk in. Yep. And see them. They're like, don't. Like, do a Tanya Harding thing to the horses. Like, what are you doing to the horses? Don't tip the scales. That's a small horse, and why is it blue? Yep. What have you done to the horse? Yep. That's really just acting like, every horse will be blue one of these days, mister. Yeah. I was like, thanks, Megan Gomery. Uh, <laughs> one day, all horses will be blue. Right. And then Axe, like, Axe, kind of like, freaks out, like, slashes. He slashes, like, the, like, the ceiling or something. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it goes down. Drops a beam on the guy. Yeah. I was like, okay, but I guess they were fine. Yeah. So that's the day to sprint out of there. Yep. Um, I don't even know where Axe went, but he got away. He got away, yeah. He's fine. Um, Everyone else ran away except our hero, Cassie. Yep. She ends up in a... Just because someone grabbed her. Yep. She kicked away, got away, but she's hiding in a stall with a horse. Yep. And she has no better idea than to just... Take that horse is more. Never underestimate the power of a morph. And that was a good idea. It is. She just got those panicky moments. Calms the horse down a bit, and then she she has to morph into the horse. Yep. And it turns out it's like a really good race horse that's yep. projected to win the Kentucky Goober Derby. Max something magnificent. Max something Max. I'm somewhere sure between a, a. I'm sure there's alliteration in there. Somewhere between a horse race name and a porn name, it's there. Yes. Because that's horse girls for you, man. Just pulling that line. Yep. So, it's not the only thing they'd be telling. Ooh, oh, girl. Saddles. Yeah. That's the other one. Uh, so then, yeah. So then, she like, she gets like sucked in the race, right? Yeah, so she, she morphs into this other horse. And like, the guy's like, oh, I'll get the horse. And the boy's like, well, I see there's an exact horse here where I'm getting the saddle from. But he's like, shut up, boy. Mm-hmm. And she gets the race saddle, and a little jacket gets put on her, and she basically is corralled to the saw. Yep. And she does, like, she gets really annoyed when they put her in the small starter's gate. Yep. And kind of loses it and yells at her jockey through mind speak. Yeah. She's like, F off me, I'm a horse, and I'm stuck in this spot. And the guy's like, what the fuck? And the race starts. Yep. And they're off, and she's just fucking zooming. Yeah. And start... Doesn't really know what her stamina's doing, but yep. we all know she's gonna win anyway. Though. Yeah, doesn't matter. But it's funny because the like the jockey, she starts slowing down. The jockey's like says something. He's like, "Come on, talking horse or whatever." Minneapolis Max, and she does talk to him. Minneapolis Max, yeah. She says, "Hang on, Mister Jockey, we're gonna win." And then she has a photo finish against this other horse that she had been smelling the whole time, and it was making her angry. Garbage horse. Yeah. And her dust. Some fucking beta horse. Yeah. More like St. Paul. Fuck your horse wife tonight, she said. Yeah. 
horse brain. The horse first, first thing I'd do if I was a horse would be like, yeah, check out this beer. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty big, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's it. That's why they made this with middle schoolers. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'm a middle schooler. Right, I don't know. I don't know. No one can tell me. So then, yeah. So then they do the horses. She wins the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow, yeah, she gets out of there. Yeah, she's fine. So um, they all got their horse morphs. How? And then now they've got their horse morphs, so now they have to like go back right to the area. I feel like this legend of the blue horse like should come back to haunt them, but it probably never come I back know. up again. But maybe it will. I don't remember. But if it is, it's subtle. So yeah, they go. They go back out to Zone Ninety One. Yep. They I don't really get, from like a strategy standpoint, why being a, a fellow horse is smart. Well, they just kind of want to blend in and see what's going on. I know, right? but I'm like, if they're all yurks, they're going to notice people who aren't. Right, well, it turns out there's already been stragglers that have joined them while the horses joined the party. Aww. That's so they, sweet. Yeah, they see that from above or whatever. I guess, you know what, that does happen a few times, because they like... They just they see them walking by and just kind of join up. Yeah, they're, well, they're I mean, like... Animal, but so. I mean, like, you know, when they're... Dolphins, maybe like other dolphins hang out or whales or something, yeah. and then like when they are the wolf pack, they see other wolves. Like I mean, I guess that does happen in nature, you know. They're just like, oh yeah, it's just like the actual animal, right? It does happen. So yeah, so they get the other horses around. They morph into the horses and they just kind of casually join in the pack, acting all normal, non-conspicuous. And there's, so there's, yeah, there's other regular horses there, and the yurks just don't seem to mind. So they're like, all right, this helps us blend better. So. Is this when they hear the weird language? Yes, this is when they hear the weird language. Um, they were being kind of normal until they started talking. Yeah. And it's like this global language, or yeah. universal, I should say, um, that everyone uses. What are they, like, Garblin? Garblin? Gallard. Gallard. And they have these speech things. So basically, they're using old-fashioned speech synthesizers to talk to each other. Yeah. Because they're low on tech. Yeah. I don't know if I get that either, though. But well, I guess this is before the Babelfish because for them, if they're Yurks, they don't have thought speak. This are three as thought speak. Yurks have thought speak. They do. Yes. yes. Yeah. So why do they need the synthesizer? That was just speak garbled. I don't know why they do that. Yeah. Maybe to talk out loud. Because horses can't talk out loud. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I didn't even think about that. Like, why did they? Maybe they were just trying to not broadcast. Right, right. Which makes sense. Just horses saying gibberish noises. Right. right. Whatever. So yeah, it's not a great point. Anyway, they're on a mission. Seems like they're yeah. Seems like they're on a mission they don't want to be on. Yeah. Yeah. And then. They start, like, wondering if they're looking for something, I feel like. If that's, like, what the point of the right, We're is. trying to figure out what the hell they're doing here. Right. Like, well, maybe they want to know the secret, or they do know the secret. And they're like, is Zone the conspiracy real? Is crazy Helen on or something? They mentioned, yeah, that there's... But this is, like, a Roswell-type site, too. It's like, you know, aliens landed here. He... That's, that's the conspiracy stuff, right? So... Yep. Because there's talk about that, and Axe is, like... 
basically, like, I don't want to give it to yours, but, like, they basically, if they were looking for something alien here, like, they'd find it. Like, right, they would know. Like, you know, and they're like, Andalites will know. They're like, you know, they're stupid. Like, but your turn, that's stupid. And they're all like, fuck off, ass. <laughs> but. Yeah, so they basically, they split into two groups. Yeah. And the Animorphs split the same. Yep. And uh, they come across, like, these giant, like, hangars. Yep. This one's 15 stories. Yep. And um, all of a sudden there's, like, a loud ringing. And, like, the soldiers don't mind them. They're used to seeing the wild horses, I guess, even, like, super close. They're, they're nature's beauties. Yeah. It just sounds, it sounds like a lovely place. Right. To be stationed. Right. Watch wild horses all day. And guard a, a secret thing. Just love a wild horse. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, the bell rings and the there's this big door you can fit a dinosaur through. That's what it says. Most dinosaurs kind of small. Yep. That's okay. It's like Pokemon. You don't realize how small they are. You read the thing. I've been tricked before. <laughs> <laughs> and they, the horses in the other group start sprinting to the group that Cassie's not in and yep. start plowing over. Yep. Little soldiers, and they're like, Do they can we shoot them? They're like, No, oh, shoot the horses, you might shoot what's inside. Yep. And they get inside, and shit's going crazy at the base, and they go and see the main room that's like this big encased vault, glass vault, or whatever. And at the top is this some sort of structure, maybe spaceship, or something. They don't really know what it is, and yeah. the Yerks do not know either. Right. So that's uh, they're like we came all this way and we don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. And then I want to say at this point, this is when Visitor Three shows up. Yeah, they leave and they're going. They're out doing horsey stuff away from the thing. Yeah. Because they, they also like the guy came and they was like, "All right, you horses leave," and they just left. <laughs> kind of Very funny. obedient creatures. Yeah, even yeah, wild ones. Twice about it, but the uh, yeah, they're out in the dry lands and. They come across Mr. Three lands in his bug fighter. Yep. Yep. And he does his classic thing where he berates the guy who's ever in charge. He's like, kills what? Him. Do you not know the mission? He's like, did you do it? He's like, well, he's like, did you do this or not? Yeah. And then his head was rolling. He's not professional. No. Like at all. Not good discipline. Wouldn't work for him. And for then... Sure. Toxic boss. And then he's also like, are you guys... I mean, and to be fair to this one, though, he does say to them, and like, he... He's right. Where he's like, do you not see those horses over there? And they're like, yeah, aren't they beautiful? And he's like, how many times do I have to remind you guys? And the light bandits can be any animals, including these ones, but yet you never seem suspicious. And then he's like, look at them. And then in, a, in an attempt to save their lives, Cassie <laughs> shits all over like a horse. <laughs> she's like, just blah, 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 blah. Yes. And then Viscera 3 laughs. He's like, oh, I guess it couldn't be an Andalite. Well, let's kill him anyway. Right, which I'm also like, seems like the obvious thing he would do anyways. Right. So, and she's like, oh, my poop didn't save the day. Just like when I was a skunk. Just a real didn't. Megan move. Yeah. Just like the skunk. I know, I'm like, oh, Cassie, we're constantly doing like, colon. <laughs> <laughs> it is... Not saving crazy things. Seriously, says she doesn't front Jake, who she likes. Likes, yeah, he's not be in the back door, the poop hole loophole anytime soon. Nah, man, she got IPS. And he's a good Christian boy. Yeah, for sure. Maybe I don't know. How could you be after you're an animal? That's true. 
Because Mr. Three is your god. Right. Or at least the Illuminus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, stops time, watches you, does shit. So yeah, like, Axe had, like, earlier in one of his conversations had come to... They basically fought off. I don't know if he said this thing. She went and, like, stomped the one who's gonna shoot him. Yeah. And they run away. And they're chasing them, but then the Humvees are coming. Yeah. To investigate all the hubbub. Yep. And so they retreat. And the uh, Axe is like, oh, well, he's like, you know, this isn't from Earth or blah, blah, blah. Like, and he's, um, he's like, he won't like say that he just knows what it is. Yeah, like, he's okay, being very vague about what it. What the fuck is it? And he's like, well, he's like, it's not it's a weapon. A, it's not a weapon. It's something we shoot out of our ships when it's done. Yeah, it's from our modular waste disposal system. And they're like, it's your poop tank. It's a, yeah. They're shooting their shitter tanks into. The, they, <laughs> they shoot them into the stars, but this one missed. Right. I guess they got under Earth's gravity. And they're like, <laughs> and and he's like, a lot of shit gravity. And he's like, our technology is better now it's not as and we're like you just pollute on our planet and this whole book has been about shit it's a primitive model but yeah so the big the big thing is a toilet and I, just, I actually think that's hilarious and nope. great there's like it's a toilet so we're just gonna leave it alone <laughs> it's not gonna hurt anybody yep, so we're good on that right <laughs> it's waste we'll keep letting them figure that out right that'll be fun for them but they had it seems they weird. They heard Mr. 3 talk about a plan B, so they're like, alright, what's this plan B? It does seem weird that Mr. 3, because he is an Andalite, wouldn't know that. Yeah, I mean, he maybe he didn't... I guess you have to, like, actively try to access their mind know, for that right, stuff, right? right. So, maybe... Uh, yeah. I don't know how it works, man. Yeah, just don't. And, uh, they... She figures out, basically, later. I think later. Oh, but she goes home, and her parents grief her hard about being late. And just They know they can't punish her, because she's such a good kid. She's like, I was out and with Jake and Rachel. I'm like, we don't want you dating that boy. Yeah, and they're like, they just, they really troll her hard. And she's like, trust me, you're not going to want me to. I have blue ass all over. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think he's going to be checking on my milkshake. Yeah. Well, she, she overhears them talking about how cool their kid is. And yeah. I'll go get her next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they could be yurks, who knows? Um, Can't tell them. Yeah. So to me, like, I mean, okay. So what um, was this backup plan? And she's like, oh, it's just a toilet. But they're not going to forget about it. Yeah. And she had seen something in the... Where did she... It was in one of the buildings, I think, when we only got uh, detained the first time. It was like a sign-up sheet. Where did she see that? I don't remember. She saw it somewhere on the base, and it was like a sign-up sheet to go to the gardens. Oh, right. Which is our bush gardens. Right, right, place right. that Cassie's mom works at. Where yep. they get all their cool animal morphs. Yep, they're, they're, they're Tiger King. Yeah, and uh, she's like, oh, they're all going to that. Yep. And they're going to probably try it there. Yep. How convenient. And you know what? They just go there and they just happen to be... Apparently they rented the whole place out. Yep. The base under like a fake corporate name. Yeah. And it's dark. I, I couldn't even tell if it was 8 a.m. or 8 p.m. Like, I I'd say p.m. I would think p.m., yeah. It was just like weird. Zeus, yeah, they're having a like, night parade yeah. and shit, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, p.m. Anyway, they fly there and it happens to be going on. Yep. And they're like, alright, well, where's this going to go down? Yep. 
What are the what are your best guesses for a Yurk takeover? I mean, be somewhere dark in the gardens, or like in the world in the in the gardens. I mean, I feel like based on what I know. I feel like I would personally go into that alligator pit that Rachel went into, because that feels very sinister. Um, I feel like you're not going to go into anything aquatic, but you are going to go in where there are monkeys, not monkeys. I don't remember. What do I know? Huh? <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't know if that's what I asked you. I thought you said where would they go in the garden? I mean, where would you go if you were a yerk trying to get a human in the gardens? Oh. They have like the rides and stuff. Oh yeah! So, if you wanted to get a human, fucking bathrooms is a huge line all the time. That's where I would go. Just all not or a the bad bar, place. yeah, or like whatever the like, beer line. So what they figure though is the log ride. Oh, right. It has a dark portion. (laughs) Ah, that's right. Because I remember thinking, I was like, there's like a good thing. And they have a house of horrors at this place, which seems weird. Between all the toilet stuff and I was like, log ride. (laughs) Fell a little on the nose. Yeah, so they're going to, I mean, this seems riskier for the the Yerks to hit some moving targets. Yeah. But uh, I don't fully get what they're trying to do here. This felt like a very thin, we just need one more fight, so let's do it. Yeah, it was very quick. Yeah. I'm like, I don't really know what their goal is here. Crazy thing at the end. Right. Some of the books are. Yeah. And uh, so they get on the log ride, and lo and behold, Mr. Italian Daddy, Torelli, mm-hmm. is sitting right behind them on the log ride, and he recognizes them. Yeah. He said, hey, it's you, Cindy Crawford. Mm-hmm. And you... Dana Scully. Dana Scully. I'm with Mulder. Right? Those, two, those two and Jake. And Jake's like, what the fuck? And he's basically trying to, like, apprehend them on this log ride. Yeah. And they, like, jump off. Like, dude, leave work at work. Right. <laughs> Have fun. You're off base, bro. Who right. Who gives a fuck? Right. Go in a horse girl the bang. Yeah. But Captain Tortellini can't be so they have swayed. like this epic chase through the log water and they all go <laughs> off the big slide together. Sounds fun. Yeah, they get away. It's, I mean, they're all wet and they yeah. run away and they're like, all right, well, they didn't do it here, so we're gonna try a haunted house, right? The uh, yeah, like the scare scare tunnel, whatever. Full of right, sh- right. Props and right. They get on that. Is and that they the one they say that they also like? Can be converted to the love tunnel sometimes. They can make some comment about that. Jake says something about a love tunnel. I th- oh, that was on the log ride. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, then Cass is like, how do you know about the love tunnel? He's like, I've been on there with Marco. <laughs> Horse girls? Right. He's like, just Rachel. Hey, ye bitch. <laughs> and so, yeah, they get in this. I think this one's like on. Maybe it's on tracks. I feel like it's, I feel like it's in the water, too. Yeah. Is it? I don't think it's in the water. No, okay, it's just on tracks. They go through the scary thing. Yeah. Really cheap, shitty props. But anyway, there would, like, this one soldier. Wow. Three of them, and then one of him, and then 
captain gets one of the three security guards, and yep. the one behind them, and he's like yelling at him, like, hey, get those kids. Yeah. Marco's like, he's just being silly, and <laughs> he's just joking around, and the guy's like, he's never joked in his life. <laughs> this I'm going to get you, keys. Yep. And then the that kids, the I don't even know exactly how but they see, because he's like, oh, this is the coolest part. They go through a part where there's... Porte-Bajir yep. and this or three in analyte form is standing in the darkness looking like props, right? Yep. Like it's a, he's like, oh man, those monsters are crazy. And they go through, they're like, hmm, they weren't going for us. Oh, they're going for old... I keep mixing the name. Uh, Torelli. Tortorella. And, uh, War Tortle. War Tortle. And they, uh, they uh, snatch him yep. as he's going through the Porkbuzzier advance and they kind of like fuck everybody off and grab, pick him up like a little baby doll because yep. they don't want to hurt him. And, oh, they also had seen that uh, Rachel, Axe, and Tobias were in there and they must have got there first and morphed and they yeah, were Grizzly Bear, like, yeah. Rattlesnake, and uh, Tobias, Tobias, of course. Yeah. A bird. A cool bird, nonetheless. Anyway, they spring into action yep. when this all happens, and Rachel throws Axe the snake at somebody, and yep. bites, bites him. I'm like, you should have been like an anaconda or whatever. Yeah. But I guess he had the rattler. That's canonical. Yeah, that's true. When he tries to bite the surfery that one time. Right. So, there's a fight there, and but Visser and like a couple of the Horks. I think they all get back together. But they fuck, you know, there's a little fight. You know, group two is morphing yep. into their fight, and Cassie's going wolf. to Wolf. Yeah. Tiger for Jake. Yeah. And they, like, this or three basically cut through this tunnel and, like, ran out with Tortellini. Yeah. And they're running away. And yep. apparently, you know, they chase him, and it's just a big old parade going on. Always. With, like, some girls dressed up in a costume, I forget who she is, like Minnie Mouse or some bullshit. Yeah, they can't say. No, it wasn't know. that exactly, but, you know, he, he basically tail whips her hat off. Yep. But then there's another little head inside, and Visser 3's like, what the F? Yep. Is that? There's a little head inside that creature's other head. What sort of creature? And that's how they catch up to him. And they kind of fight the party. Yeah. And uh, I think he gets away. Uh, no, they does. save him. They, Cassie she, bites. She bites because he's being yeah. pulled by a heart and she, yeah. she attacks like, him. Yeah, she's like one of her rare moments of like violence. Everyone in the crowd is dumb, thinks it's like part of the show, even though they're just like ripping each other to shreds. Like, yeah. Some good, some good IRL CGI for sure. Yeah. Oh, well, let's see. I'm trying to remember what else. This was like. Those are three yelling a lot. Yeah. And Daffy Duck. It was Daffy Duck. Yeah, he didn't handle that. Captain Tortellini. But, um... Yeah. Yeah, she basically... So they save him. <coughs> he thinks the kids have something to do with it. Kind of like, yeah. But he thinks that's what the kidnapping's about. Yeah, yep. Not them saving him, necessarily, I don't think. And then he, like, yeah, he starts to talk to a reporter, but then he clearly... 
Porter wondered if he'd been drinking. Yeah, because he said, because he said he, he's he yeah. said all the kids fake names that he gave him. Yeah, he's like oh Mulder and Scully and Cindy Crawford, and then he said never mind. Yeah, <laughs> and then they're like, should we tell him he's just guarding a toilet? Yeah. And they're like, nah, he's kind of a dick, right? <laughs> Well, we will let them have this. And then Rachel basically just ends the book by telling Cassie that her jeans are ugly if she's like, she's basically like, you know, if you're ready for a flood, those pants are good. Um, and then, oh, here we go, the last thing. Matt's and I dumped a bucket of water on Marco's head and we all went home to She fucking hates Marco. Yeah, he was talking about, he had like a horse bedding scheme he wanted to pull off. Which is like, <laughs> honestly, not the worst idea I ever heard. That was life. great. So, I mean, I gotta say, for the unknown, it's pretty boring. I don't feel like a lot happens. You don't even circle back to Crazy Helen. Yeah, I really thought Crazy Helen would be like some sort of savior in the end. Like, I didn't think Captain Tortellini would be back. Like I, I see another, I don't know, where Crazy Helen comes and saves them from the alien. She's like, I knew they were here, but then she dies, so she yeah. didn't talk about it. It's like unfortunate, but yeah, this is for sure a filler book. Um, it's not like horrible or anything. It's just fillery. It's fine. I do love the, you know, the toilet aspect. That's yeah, funny. it's a little funnier. I will say that. There's a little more levity in Some this good one. good space alien humor. Yeah. Agreed. That part is true. I mean, they get the horse morphs, which aren't nothing. I mean, it's good to have them in the old back pocket. I mean, I don't feel like a lot really develops, but... Yeah, I'm just not a big horse person. No. Horses are great, but I don't. We don't personally jive. No, I like them, but yeah, it's not. It's not my favorite of them, unfortunately. The next one is a Marco book. I feel like the Marco books always feel so few and far between. Like, I feel like we got these really long stretches. Hard to write all those jokes. I know. It's not like he's out of rotation than anyone else, but just feel like whenever we get to Marco, I'm like shit. All right, he's writing new stand special every Marco book. You know, plus I know. all the good jokes he does in other. Books I know books. that's true. It's a full time job. Yeah. Um. I know, yeah, Marco is our next one. It's called The Escape or something? Yeah. I don't say the name of it. I know it's a shark on the cover. The Escape, yeah. Wait, is it the... Hammerhead? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. a good one. Aquatic I stuff do, is cool. I do remember that book vividly. That's one yeah. that I definitely read it several times. That was a good one. We'll have a special guest. That's right. Samuel Terranova. Our second in-studio guest host. Another medical person, Sam Terranova, RN, NP. BFF. So. The show is for your health. Apparently, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, we get Dr. Steve Brule eventually. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be very exciting. We're having a good time. Ready for the next one. And, uh, you know, it's December 22nd at this oh, time. Oh, yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas to Merry you. Merry Christmas, Happy guys. Happy Solstice. Happy Solstice. Um, I know, think Hanukkah, Hanukkah is, is still going. I think so. All the good, all the good winter holidays that we all have, because you know the reason for all of them is just this time of year sucks, Presents. and the days are short, and we just we're gonna stuff. We did good this year. We'll Comfort enjoy our food. spoils, and we'll make it another winter. And that's what it's all about. Rob made it here. I did. Hurricane. Snowcane Elliot is bearing down. on We us can't tell you what region like we a live bad in. Bad dog. <laughs> But we know, yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> it's not Snow Snow McCain Elliot, Snow McCain. Uh Carl. Minneapolis Max. <laughs> Max. So 
Be uh, safe out there, loyal listeners. <laughs> I still am. Anyway. Yeah. We love you guys. We love you.